Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Pessimism at its finest. I'm your host Alexandria and if you hear a lot of background music it's because some of my neighbors are throwing this party. It's like 2.30 in the morning. I thought they'd stop so that I could record but no they have not. So I will just kind of record what I want to record and guys I really deeply thought about this episode and I I had a lot of stuff I wanted to discuss and then I thought, you know what, I kind of just want to chat, like I kind of just want to catch up on the podcast, let everybody know what I'm up to, let everybody kind of like DM me if they want. I actually got like three DMs asking where an episode was because I've been a little bit sporadic. The issue I've had lately is not that I don't want to record content, it's just that I don't have time to sit down and record content, and that's mainly because I've become engulfed in reading the After series. I'm on my second read-through of After. Um, I read After twice. I think it's After We Fell that's next, and then After We Collided is the third, so I think I'm on After We Collided right now, and then I'm going to get to After Ever Happy. And my goal is to have reread the series like a whole time, watch the first three movies to get prepared for September 7th for the fourth movie, which I'm going to take a half day off work to watch, which might sound weird to people, but I like to watch a movie when the theater's not packed. And I feel like if I get the first showing of the day, it's just totally not going to be packed. Um, I've developed a significant attachment to the series and to the characters of this series. And for a while, I was only reading, like, textbooks, and I was only reading, like, university materials, because I just finished my master's degree in April. And one night, I just spontaneously found this movie, and I became engulfed. And obviously, as I mentioned in, I think it was the last episode or two episodes ago, I fell in love with the male protagonist, Hero Finds Tiffin, whoever plays Harden Scott, went to Google him, realized this is a book series, and became engulfed in the entire book series. And I fully intend to spend an entire episode discussing the books, you know, the movies, my thoughts, and I want to do it before September 7th, just because that's when the movie comes out. But, um, and I might even, like, talk about the movie in the episode. So just, you know, if you guys are not into it, please. But... I have just been engulfed in this love story. It has transformed me in so many ways. There was one like thing I like realized while listening to it and I thought it was really engaging. So, um, you know, coming from a single parent home as like an only child, you learn how to do so many things. Like you become kind of like multidisciplinary. Like you kind of blur the boundaries between what's like heteronormative and it's totally cool. But there was a part of the book where it was like, I think she moves to Seattle and he realizes he has no clean clothes in his drawers and he took it for granted that she'd do her his laundry. And there's another part of the book where she needs a oil change in Seattle and he just does it. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, what's like an oil change? And he's like, you don't know this stuff because I'm basically maintaining your car. And I realized how cool partnership is in that moment. I was like, it's so cool to kind of have this person, not necessarily to do the heteronormative thing, but to have someone 
who can like do something for you just because they're essentially better at doing it. So that's what I kind of got. It's a positive note from after or the after series, but there are a lot of negative notes as well. A lot of character assessments to be made. And I definitely, definitely want to dedicate a whole episode to that. It might be like an hour long, who knows, but we definitely want to dedicate a whole episode to that. So that's been what I've been doing when I'm not recording besides working and like prepping, like to teach and working some more. And actually guys, I've been having like a really hot girl summer and this is like, okay. I think the traditional hot girl summer is that you like go out, you like wear less, um, you find like men, I guess, or like women, if you're a lesbian, I don't know. And you kind of just turn up. And this is the first time in my whole life that I've actually just been able to go out when I want to. I've never been able in 27 years of life to just kind of like leave the house when I want and do whatever I want. And it's been a very welcome change. So I've just been going to Roy Thompson Hall a lot, listening to the symphony orchestra, doing a lot of like live music events, been going, actually I haven't been really going to dinner a lot. I've just been going to a lot of live music events and um, something cool I got to see, I took my family and two of my best friends and we went to see Serena Williams play her last ever Canadian match at the National Bank Open this week. So that was really amazing. You can see some of the photos from that on my Instagram feed for Pessimism at its finest. And that was such a great opportunity, just a great moment to get out and just to like experience everything that like the city has to offer. I still want to do a Queen Street East walk. If you're in Toronto, you know what that is. It's been something I've wanted to do for a while and I've just never kind of gotten around to it. So it's definitely on my bucket list for this year. So I still have to check that off. And also I want to go to the Barbie World exhibit. There's so much I want to do, like so many things I want to explore that have nothing to do with like alcohol or clubbing or dating or even just like spending money on restaurants. It's just kind of experiencing what the city has to offer. And I've never really done that. So I'm really excited to kind of venture off into that. But I actually had one thing I wanted to discuss like today. And if you guys have any thoughts on it, please slide into the DMs. I, th- I think this is a hot topic. So all my friends are like, I don't want a male gynecologist. And I'm like, why? Why would you not want a male gynecologist? Hear me out. Heterosexual men, in my opinion, are the most educated on the female vagina. Not in terms of terminology, but in terms of like, they know the ins and outs. If you get something lost up there, trust me, a heterosexual man can find that shit. He doesn't need a medical degree. He knows that pussy. So what I'm saying is, why would we not want a male gynecologist? Why are we so like opposed to them? And obviously there's the traditional like men exerting their power and not treating women the way they should be treated in a medical setting. But I think I trust a heterosexual man to navigate my like vagina better than I trust like another woman who's like straight herself. That's not her expertise. Like, wouldn't you want, like, a heterosexual woman to specialize in the male penis? Because, like, that's their expertise. Like, that's their thing. And, like, a man's, like, thing is, like, the vagina. So you want him to specialize in that? Maybe I'm, like, completely losing it. That's my mind. That's my mentality. 
But also we had a medical king. So my mom goes to work with this lady and she was like giving birth. She's like recounting the story. And she basically says that her husband was complaining about his plantar fasciitis. And if you don't know what that is, it's pain at the bottom of your foot um, that you can get. And it's, it's quite excruciating. I, you know, but when your wife's giving birth, it's not really the time to discuss it. So he's complaining about it. And the medical doctor's like, get the fuck out or at least get the fuck out of the line of my sight. Get the fuck out of the line of my sight. Something like that. And he was humiliated. And I'm like, that is a medical king. So I believe that there are good male doctors out there, good male OBs that genuinely like, like the profession and they want to treat their women that they handle or they, you know, and they want to treat the women that they treat, you know, well. And obviously there's some rotten apples in there, but we're not going to talk about them today. But my whole point being, in terms of gynecology, who would you trust more, like a man or a woman? I might feel more comfortable with, actually, no. I feel just as comfortable with a man as a woman just because I know like this man, so it sounds weird to say, if he's a male gynecologist, he's seen about 5,295 pussies. He does not care about yours. Trust me, he does not care. He's in there to do a job and he's ready to get out. That's all it is. But I get the fear, but I also like don't understand the fear. And I think having a fear of them is like, and I'm learning to like untangle that like fear we have of like men doing like certain roles and responsibilities, you know? And I think it kind of feeds into that. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just kind of a food for thought that I had all of a sudden. I wanted to with Veld. So I got tickets to Veld. And I wanted to go for like just one day just to like experience a full Val day with my friend. And it was great. Met a really hot guy. Really great. Um, the next morning from headbanging to Zomboy, my neck was in excruciating pain. Um, I had to put Voltaren on it. I had to take Advil. My feet were burning. And I said, I am not built for this rave life. The rave life was not built for me. I'm just not a raver. It's not my thing. It's not my shtick. So that's that. But I went back the second day because my friend wanted me to record City Girls. And I do love the City Girls. Like Rodeo is my favorite song. So obviously I went back for the City Girls. After the City Girls, you know, I went home, got out of there, met a girl. We got it along really well. We're still friends. We're still texting. The third day, I was like, I have to see how my feet feel because my feet were like on fire. And I couldn't understand why they were on fire because I walk a lot, but they were burning. Finally got them to calm down a bit, decided to go back to Veld. Getting out of Martin Garrix was the most scary thing that ever happened to me. And I understand how crowd crushes happen. And I understand how people get trampled. It was petrifying. I think that... You know, I'm not, for me, festivals are a lot and I don't really like the crowds, like the getting out, the navigating through crowds, a little bit tedious, but it was just a lot. The only thing I want to say I noticed is I got really hot one day and I dressed pretty conservatively to a festival and I took off my shirt and my tits were out in that Lululemon online tank. I have never had so many men in a short period of time approach me. I'm a big booby girl. Like, I'm a 36 triple D. 
And I had so many men approach me the minute cleavage was showing. And I said, huh, these are the titty men. These are the booby men. Now I know where they are. So it was an interesting kind of experience. I had a great time. I don't think I could handle a three-day festival again, though. Like, now I know 27 heading on 28, the body just isn't built for it. But did I have fun? Absolutely. Would I do it again for one day? Yeah. I went to do Rolling Loud, but I, I can't do three days, guys. I can't. I'm, I'm, I love myself too much. I do. Now, um, I'm going to do a whole episode on Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox just because I have sound clips I need to insert. So wait for that. Um, I have a lot of weddings to go to this summer. I don't know why everybody decided to get fucking married. You know, first it was the pregnancy thing. Everyone decided to get fucking pregnant. And I had to spend all this money on baby showers gifts, baby shower gifts. And now everyone's deciding to get fucking married. And I don't know what to do. Like, honeys, I'm broke. Well, I'm not broke, actually. But I'm breaking the bank to pay for all of your, like, plates. It's exhausting. But yeah, I have a lot of weddings to go to. I went to a really good friend from university's bridal shower. It was an amazing experience. Um, I love being around like people I love that I haven't seen in years, catching up with them and just kind of like experiencing these milestones. But also her and her fiance are so in love. They're so cute. I'm obsessed. Um, and it kind of makes me think like, do I want love? I know I definitely don't want to get married. Like I'm down to have a common law partner till the day I die, but I definitely know I don't want to be a wife. Like I want to be just like a partner, like not a wife. I know these things about myself, but it's good to like see other people kind of have these experiences. Also, my best friend got married, so it's really exciting. I don't know what else to say. Like I've had, I've been having a really good time. My skin's glowing. I've lost 15 pounds, guys. I'm just from reading after because I get so engulfed in the book. I haven't been eating more than one meal a day. So after helped me lose weight, it might help you lose weight too, guys. I'm just prescribing the book after. After we felt, after we collide, after I had her happy, get into it. And guys, if you have any book suggestions, like after, because I'm almost done, I'm getting character withdrawal. I'm going to miss Harden and Tessa. I'm going to have to say goodbye. But, you know, if you have anything else, it's like kind of like that. Please let me know. And that's kind of the pod. I just wanted to catch up. Oh, I want to let you know, the next two episodes, we will have a guest. And I know that I've been lacking on guests and I know I've been promising guests, but I've just been so tired and not able to edit the episodes. I have canned episodes. I have to edit. This one's a little bit, not a little bit. This is long overdue to be released. And so I'm really sorry um, to our guests, um, but I, I just have to take the time to edit it properly. And I just got around to doing that. So that will be out either next week or the week after. I'm going to get another episode out. And I think we're going to like cap off at episode 60 because I'm going to be a little bit like hectic, stressed. But I'm going to try my best to kind of pump out episodes until the end of the month. Just so you guys have stuff to listen to since you guys are asking for it. And if you're a dedicated listener, thank you for listening and continuing to support. I wouldn't have the numbers I have without all of you and... It's incredible that I get to just sit in front of a mic and talk and you guys enjoy it, appreciate it, and you want to continue to like listen and subscribe. It's it's just great. So thank you so much. I appreciate and love.
all of you. And that's the episode. I just wanted to catch up, just wanted to chat. So you guys have a wonderful week, day, month, whenever you listen to this. And that's all from Alexandria. And that's